Today on The Verdict with Pastor John Monroe. Here is Mary and Joseph at the manger, and uh, she is giving birth to a baby, her firstborn. And as this little boy is born, he is then laid in a manger in Bethlehem. The life of this young woman, Mary, over the last few months had been dramatically turned upside down. Welcome to The Verdict, featuring the Bible teaching of Pastor John Monroe. Out of all the women of the world, God chose Mary to be the mother of His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And today on The Verdict, we're continuing our special Christmas series, At the Manger, by focusing on Mary, who she was and how she responded to the call of God. There's much to learn from this special young woman. So here's Pastor John Monroe to introduce today's lesson. As we consider this Christmas time, those who are at the manger, we began last time to think of Mary. She gives birth to Jesus in a place where animals are kept. Her newly born son, Jesus, is laid in a manger in Bethlehem. What an incredible story. She had heard from the angel Gabriel that she has found favor with God. The virgin birth of our Lord Jesus is very important because although Jesus connects directly with the human race, he does not share in the sin of the human race. He's conceived in the Virgin by the Holy Spirit. So God chooses Mary, a holy woman, not perfect, but pure. And so at the manger, we see Mary holding in her arms the eternal Son of God. Let's continue to learn about Mary. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. And she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I'm a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born shall be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I'm the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. We want to think this morning a little more about this young woman, Mary, this pure woman. And here, Mary, the pure woman, finds favor with God. Of all of the women that could have been chosen, God chooses this young woman that we know 
as Mary. And he chooses this young woman who is a virgin so that the Lord Jesus is going to enter the world in a unique way. He's going to come into the world in a way that no one else has ever entered it. A virgin shall conceive and bear a son. Now think of this, because of Adam's sin, every single one of us is born a sinner. We are all sinners here. Each one of us has disobeyed God. Each one of us has failed to do that which we should do in all kinds of situations. How then can a sinless man be born of a sinful woman, Mary? Now, please understand that Mary, pure, favored by God, no question, but was not a sinless person. In the great Magnificat, she refers to God as my Savior. Mary needed a Savior. We need a Savior. She was pure, she was holy, but she was not sinless. So how is a child that is to be sinless to be born of a woman who is also sinful? That little baby has entered the world guiltless of the sin of Adam. That is why it is so important that we understand that Jesus was born of a virgin. I've heard people say, it doesn't really matter. Yes, it does matter. It is a fundamental of the Christian gospel that our Lord Jesus was conceived in a virgin. That means that Joseph, and the scripture is very clear, he's excluded as the father. No, the virgin shall conceive. Do you understand the importance of the virgin birth? That the, the unique way in which the eternal God enters into time and space. And Mary, this pure woman, reminds us that our salvation is supernatural and is a gracious act of God. The Holy Spirit came uniquely upon Mary in a very unique sense. Yes, but the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit, must also bring new life to your soul and to your heart. Jesus said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel therefore not that I say to you, you must be born again. Do you understand this? The importance of a supernatural experience with God. God does an impossible thing in our hearts. He can do that. That this salvation is not something to be achieved, but rather is to be received. It's not something to be worked for, but rather humbly, repentantly received as a beautiful gift of God as he accomplishes through his unique son, our salvation, your salvation. In life, sometimes we cry out to people for help, and the help doesn't really come because they are in the same predicament as we are. No, for our salvation, we need supernatural help. I trust at your point in life, whether you're a little girl or a, an old man, I trust that at some point in your life you've understood that you need help from heaven, that you need a Savior 
a supernatural Savior. And you say, as I heard this week from someone, well, I'm, I'm, I'm too bad, I'm, I'm too unworthy of God's salvation. I want to tell you that you're exactly who Jesus came to save. He came not to, not to call the righteous, not people who think that they're all right in their own religiosity and their own goodness. No, he came to save sinners. Paul says, I'm the chief of sinners. And that's exactly the candidate that the Lord Jesus comes to save. It's a gift. Not because you deserve it, you don't. Not because you're a wonderful person with infinite potential. You're wonderful because God loves you. And I ask you if you've never done to do what millions have done down through the centuries, is to come humbly to the Savior who enters this world in this special way and is born by this young holy woman, Mary, and now stands as the Christ who lived that perfect life, who died for our sins, who is the Savior of the world, who was buried and who rose again according to the Scriptures. I have to ask you, have you received this salvation? Think of Mary. Think of this young woman. As she has this experience of Gabriel himself coming before her. You picture it in Nazareth. How does she respond? This young teenager. She responds with worship. She responds with faith. She responds with humility. She responds with total surrender of her life to the Lord. Once Gabriel explains the situation to Mary, she's willing to do anything for the Lord. And she's only about 14 or 15. And she's able to give this wonderful magnificat. She knows the Old Testament scriptures. Any 15, 14, 15, 16 year old girls here, how well do you know your Bible? How well would you have been able to have a prayer like Mary? I know she was filled with the Spirit, but where she knew her Bible. And this young woman, there she is in this unique situation, confused, no doubt afraid. How can this possibly be? She's in a place of grace, and she responds to the Word of God. She responds to the Spirit of God. She obeys God, and she trusts God for all of her future. What a wonderful word of encouragement Gabriel gives to Mary. For nothing will be impossible with God. You, you, you say, I like that. Well, don't adopt it too quickly, because don't take it out of its context. It's said to a woman who's pure, who's holy, who's trusting and who is obedient. Don't think, well, I can dream my own dream and after all, nothing is impossible with God and He can help me to achieve my dream. That's not 
as digging totally out of its context. This is true of those whose lives are devoted to Christ. Those like Joseph, as we saw last week, who trust and obey. Those like Mary, who with quiet surrender and humility say, here is my life, I'm totally trusting you. And when we walk with God, and when we follow our Lord Jesus Christ, it is true that nothing will be impossible with God. Mary is a deeply spiritual person, as I say, who knows her Bible. She's a very thoughtful young woman. When Jesus is born, we read in chapter two, remember the shepherds come, we'll think of that in a couple of weeks. And uh, the shepherds leave, as it were, and we read in verse 19 of Luke 2, Mary treasured up all of these things, pondering them in her heart. And then later in Luke 2, when the Lord is a boy of 12, he's in a temple and he's asking and answering questions. And uh, Mary and Joseph eventually get him. Some of you will remember the story. It says of this in verse 51 of Luke 2, he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was submissive to them. Think of this, our Lord, just growing up, he's submissive to his parents. And his mother treasured up all of these things in her heart. Do you treasure spiritual truth? Do you ponder the Word of God in your heart? Uh, will, will you reflect on this message? Will you reflect on these truths or five minutes after you leave the sanctuary, your mind is on, on something else? Wouldn't it be wonderful if we were like Mary, that we ponder these things? This is a deep thinking young woman. We live in a society that wants simple and instant answers. And if we can't grasp something, we immediately dismiss it. And everything is dumbed down to the bottom line, whether it's in politics or anything else. And even in the church, we, we, we can be so simplistically. I want you to ponder the wonder of the Son of Man, the Son of God coming from the infinite light of heaven into this world. We're often so superficial, aren't we? Seeking, as I say, instant, simple answers, immediate answers, rather than thinking. We as followers of Christ are to be thoughtful people. We are to be thinkers. I'm not saying we're all to be scholars or intellectuals, no. Mary wasn't a scholar. Mary wasn't an intellectual. Ah, but she was a woman who think, how couldn't you think when you realize that there is a God, a God who speaks, a God who communicates, a God who asks us to follow him and to love him in all circumstances. Do you believe that God can do all things? Do you? I thought of that this, this week as I, I was studying these things. 
have to think, each of us, don't we? What is God doing? What is God doing in my life? Am I limiting God? Am I trying to manipulate God? Am I making my decisions and then asking God to bless them? Or am I truly seeking God's leading? And as I follow him, I can certainly say, this is a God who can do all things. Nothing is impossible with my God. Some of you are in confusion. Some of you have fears. For some of you, it's been a tough week. As you think of the future few weeks, there's fears, there's anxiety, there's worries. I want you, spiritually speaking, to take a deep breath. And I want you, as I close, to pray this prayer, not flippantly. If you're not able to pray, don't pray it. But to say what Mary said to Gabriel. Here it is. Behold, I'm the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Are you, are you able to pray that from your heart? Are you able to say, first of all, I'm a servant of the Lord, that my life is surrendered to Jesus Christ, that I believe he is my Savior, he's my Lord, he's, he's God, and I'm going to follow him for the rest of my life. If you're an authentic follower of Christ, that's what it means, doesn't it? But then to say, let it be to me according to your word. That my life, Lord, is entirely yours. I'm, I'm your servant. I'm in your hands. I, I surrender all I have to you. Lead me and guide me. I'm going to follow you irrespective of the cost, irrespective of the, perhaps my fears and my confusions and my questions. Once I see from your word that this is the path, I'm going to follow you. That's a costly path, isn't it? It's a path of holiness. It's a path of trust. It's a path of surrender. And, and, and we're kind of selfish people, aren't we? No, it's, it's a path like this. That everything I have, my, my gifts, my abilities, my education, my resources, everything I have is yours, Lord. That's Mary, isn't it? A wonderful young woman. So young, and yet so mature in the things of the Lord. And as we do that, and as we ponder these things in our heart, we can watch how God leads us. And we can follow the example of a Joseph, an obedient man. We can follow the example of Mary, who is a pure woman. Any impurity in your life? You can't really say, here I am, Lord, and there's impurity, there's immorality, there's deceit, lies in your life. That's to be confessed and to be like Mary, an example of quiet surrender, an example of humility, an example, a great example of courage. This woman was was strong, she was courageous. She obeyed God in very difficult circumstances. 
and she submits to the Lord. Let me ask you to pray with me. If you've never yet trusted Christ, will you do that? Will you look at that baby in the manger? Will you come to the manger and say that baby is God, but then not stay in the manger to see this baby grow into boyhood and to be a young man, a sinless young man, who's the Lamb of God taking away the sin of the world? And will you come and ask him to save you and to forgive your sins? And for followers of Christ, may we from our heart say this, Behold, I'm a servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Can you pray that in your heart? Our Father, we come humbly to you. We think of Mary, this chosen vessel, this pure young woman. What an amazing story, humanly impossible, and yet with you all things are possible. And so we reaffirm our faith and trust in you. Some of us here have deep anxieties about the future. There's business worries, there's personal crises, there's health situations, there's bereavements, there's disappointments. We bring all of these to you, Father, you know all about them. Grant us your peace as we come and say, nothing is impossible with God. We are your servants, be it to us according to your word. That's our prayer, Father. And we pray many will once again humbly bow to Christ. We surrender all to him. And we thank you that although the first man was of the earth made of dust, the second man is the Lord from heaven, our wonderful, magnificent Christ. We bow and surrender all that we are and have to him and ask for his grace and his love and his joy to be multiplied in this church and in our homes and in our lives, we ask in Christ's name. Amen. This is The Verdict with Pastor John Monroe and a message titled, Mary, the Pure Woman. If you missed any part of this lesson or you'd like to share it with a friend, just go to our website at theverdict.org. And on our website, you'll also see that right now we're offering a special booklet from John titled Eternal Security, Finding Certainty in a Chaotic World. Learn a bit about John's personal testimony as he takes on the very real and personal questions you may have about salvation. It's our free gift to you when you visit our website at theverdict.org. We also invite you to join in what God is doing through these daily biblical messages by supporting us with a financial gift. Your generous contributions will help keep these gospel messages on the air in your local community and enable us to reach new listeners across the globe. You can make a special year-end donation today by going online to theverdict.org. Or you can give over the phone by dialing 833-551-2231. Or send a donation in the mail to The Verdict, Care of Calvary Church, 5801 Pineville Matthews Road, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28226. And by the way, if you like podcasts, be sure to subscribe to The Verdict Podcast 
and get each of these daily lessons along with exclusive access to John's topical weekly segment called Avazandum. You'll find us on most podcast apps by searching for The Verdict with Pastor John Monroe. Now, here's Pastor John Monroe. Well, what's your verdict? Do you believe in the virgin birth? You say that's impossible. All things are possible with God. God is in control. As we learned, Jesus was born of a human mother, but had no human father. His birth was unique and emphasizes that salvation comes not from ourselves, but from heaven. Have you received the Son of God as your Savior? Remember His name is Jesus, for He will save His people from their sins. Join me next time as we think of others who are at the manger. Thanks for joining us today on The Verdict. I'm Michelle Davies. Today's program with Pastor John Monroe was produced and sponsored by Calvary Church in Charlotte, North Carolina.